Welcome to Night of the Living Geek. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica here on NOTLG.com. We're going to talk about the Ark of Infinity. My name is John, and joining me as he does every time we travel through time and space is my good friend Taylor. Taylor. How are you? Hello, I'm I'm well. Yeah, it's been it's been a little while. It has, yes. I some I of us to d- admit didn't realize it was a little while until it was like a big reveal for me, which probably means I wasn't being a good listener. But whatever, I well, apologize. And and let's be honest, <laughs> I took a gamble. We thought we were going to get a trailer, so we said, "Hey, we'll record." Yeah, because the week after that, I'm going camping, which was fun, um, except for the mosquitoes. But that didn't happen, and no. so a two week break turned into a three week break, and we missed you, listeners. But we're back. We did, and I mean, we will we will get to a news item that um, maybe some people were expecting a trailer, and maybe some people were angry about that and decided to do something not so uh not so nice but i mean hey i i watched it i thought it was nice oh, i watched it a couple <laughs> times <laughs> yeah i did we'll too. Get to that. we will we will get to that um i'm pretty sure i said episode 127 mm-hmm. so there you go there it is i couldn't remember if i said it halfway through i went i'm not sure if i did but here we are i mean before we get to arc of infinity we have a slew of who knows that's what happens when you take three weeks off yeah it is it is definitely <laughs> Well, we called it. Doctor Who's going to have a presence and a panel at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. Jodie Whittaker, Tossum Cole, Mandip Gill, Chris Chibnall, and Matt Strevens will all be there. The panel will be moderated by, well, not Chris Hardwick. Yes. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly. Very good. Yeah. Whomever uh, whomever they... I've been throwing around. Uh, I, I don't think he's, he's a big Doctor Who fan, but I think uh, Kevin Smith would do a fine job. Uh, Kevin Smith would do a fine yeah. job, definitely. Um, I mean, I've heard some some other great names bandied about. Um, uh, uh, Christelle D. Oh, um, you know she she'd obviously be really good. Yeah. Um, there's also been um, um, pretty much anybody who uh, ran the panel. The, the the Me Too panel at Gallifrey won this year. Oh, that would be great, too. Um, I, I think that would be perfect. Yes. Um, but they haven't announced. They have not announced who, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's when we actually get a trailer. Yeah, I assume that's when we are finally going to get a trailer here. I sure hope so. Uh, I mean, granted, I am warming to soccer a little more, but, you know, I kind of <laughs> wish... Uh, come on, just yeah, show me that exactly. trailer. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> and uh, recently, Philip Hinchcliffe revealed what his plans would have been for the 15th season of Doctor Who had he stayed on. Ooh. Um, and um, yeah, it he kind of had an idea for uh, taking the Doctor through a series of stories that were kind of um, uh, almost Indiana Jones in nature, even though it would have predated Indiana Jones. Oh, that's so great. we're we're saying that just a, to to give a, a frame of reference. He he was ahead of the game, as he yes. says. Yes, yeah, because a number of those fourth Doctor seasons, they would kind of have a theme of sorts. Oh, we're going to retell a bunch of old horror stories. Yes, or, uh, something like that. Hmm. 
That would have been interesting. I still think, I still think, um, I I mean, you know, what the plans would have been for season 15. Do you remember my plans for season 10? Um, Not off the top of my head. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) we ended season nine. We went back to Gallifrey. And in doing so, we we would have found out, you know, like, hey, doctor, thanks for breaking that that seal. Um, By the way. Literally everyone that you've battled and we've captured over the, you know, millions of years, they're out now. Could you please go retrieve them? So he'd have oh. to go like, remember, you have to be like the bounty hunter going to get all the, yes. like the Ronnie and the master and, or Missy at this point. And they they would have just renamed it Doc the Bounty Hunter? Yes, Doc the <laughs> Bounty Hunter. <laughs> so oh, long man. as it didn't look like Doc the Bounty Hunter. No, right? no, 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 please no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy. Well, in kind of really exciting news here, um, uh, Sagoon Akinola has been revealed as the new composer. Yes. Brand new twist, right? Brand new twist on the theme. Uh, Oh, he has a SoundCloud you have listed here. Yes. And I will put that link in the show notes. I listened to it um, uh, last week, shortly after it was announced, Mm -hmm. and and I like it. I like what he's got on there. Now, what is he? What has he got on there? What are we? What could we expect? Is it? Is it epic stuff? Is it? Oh, there's definitely some epic stuff. There's definitely some um, very um, emotive stuff. All right. Okay. Um. So there's. I think he's got two different BBC shows that he has scored. Oh, on okay. his SoundCloud that you can check out. Um, All right, cool. I might also be on Spotify. I'm not 100 percent certain, but definitely SoundCloud. All right. Um. So so. Uh, check that out. Give it a listen. Um, basically, everyone that I've seen on Twitter who has kind of listened to it has has had good things to say. So I'm I'm definitely excited. I can only imagine what uh, what he will bring to the theme. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to hear it. As is Memers. Yes, as is <laughs> Memers. Hi, Memers. <laughs> Memers has had one one serving of dinner, and I think he's ready for more. Good, good, good. <clears throat> Um, should, should we consider this next one a spoiler warning? Yes. Let us consider this next one a a huge spoiler warning. So ring that cloister bell. Um, so 52 seconds from the first episode of season 11 has been leaked. Yes. Now, the video's gone, but at least last time that I looked at the uh, link that you can also find in the show notes, the uh, images of what might be the sonic screwdriver are still there. Okay, yes. Um, now, those originally came from a, a Twitter post that that media got blocked on copyright claims. Yeah. Um, and, and just today, I read that the BBC is now going to court yes. to determine the source of the leak they are taking this very very seriously as they should but not only are they going to court taylor they're going to court in the old united states of america uh right here in california in LS. oh are they that's what i read do you know where it's probably in la I, right I, I i'm gonna go find know. them go and find pitch them, them go my ideas yeah leak. so they're 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 cracking down they're trying to find who who leaked these 52 seconds of uh I mean, we we could wait until we get a release date, or we could just talk about it right now. Um, I'm fine kind of talking about it right now, because I don't really... I think it only had one genuine nugget of, like, unexpectedness in it. 
maybe which, two which would be technically um which would be um at one point uh she says you know 30 30 minutes ago oh yes um i i was a man so we we know that after falling out of the tardis hopefully my prediction of what happens comes true is that you know the tardis is off spiraling through the air there uh regenerates itself swings in under her catches her and then lands right that's my prediction um and that she well she obviously she has seen herself but has forgotten yes he's like it's like man why do you why, why do you keep telling me man because you're a woman who am i now yes <laughs> does it suit me <laughs> which i thought was delightful yes it was uh <laughs> our the the clip we get is is yes delightful i believe is the correct word um within those 52 seconds we get a good, a, a decent feel for uh, our new doctor i feel what do you think of these sonic images i am i'm hesitant to say that's the reveal of the sonic i want to say that it is something else right something alien um because frankly when i looked at it um and let me bring it back up right now just to refresh my memory because i haven't looked at it since before camping it well camping kept me i mean uh, honestly it looks kind of like a gun and i don't it, like that i i'll be honest given the i'll call it bend yes in it it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like a gun to me it looks like something else um, right. Since we are a PG rated show, yes, I'm not going to say it. I've seen the memes for those. Oh, have you? Oh, my. Nothing, nothing graphic, um, just I've seen it. Right. Um, I, I, I just, I really, I hope that's not it. If it is, that's fine. It's yeah. a neat design, but it's something that, yes, the memes, it could very easily turn into a little laughable. Um, I guess so long as it doesn't have a vibrate function, right? Right. I think that would <laughs> be safe. I mean, it's interesting looking. Don't get mm -hmm. me wrong. And then I think I said to you, actually, well, if if this is indeed the new Sonic and the pictures we see, would that be the new TARDIS behind her? That definitely uh, seems as though that would be the case. If if A, then B, yes. Yeah. Um, but from what I saw, it just seemed to me like, well, one, there were curtains. Yes. Curtains in the TARDIS. Yes, the curtains, yeah. Um, if it is, if it is, and that, that's what we have to, you know, uh, very much point out, if. Yeah. We don't know. Um, I, I love the fact that she's wearing, you know, like steampunky welding goggles. Yes, I do enjoy that. Um, picking, you know, going to pick this up. Um, so I, 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 again, secretly, I, I kind of hope that it is something else, something alien to the episode, um, and, and not the Sonic, but mm -hmm. you know, if it is, it is, and it will lead to an interesting line of merchandising. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. I actually have one more piece of piece of news here. Oh, what do you have? Um, I think Taylor, we need to make it our mission to try and get the, uh, is, is it the, the Seva team? Yes. I think we need to make it our mission for them to be, uh, the, the Gallifrey one, uh, halftime show. I, you know what? I support that. Even though I've already emailed the folks at Gallifrey one, trying to, uh, encourage them to, uh, pick up more or less at his, uh, Dr. Who themed rap EP. Oh yes. Um, yes. That would be great too. I did email that off a while ago. Never heard from them, but 
fingers crossed you never know but yes the seven team would be awesome i did see you or mike or someone tweet that out and i wholeheartedly support it i tweeted it mike seconded it and uh That's what I, okay. and retweeted it i just yes. retweeted it from podcastica um excellent i think that would be great and also uh, a spoiler i i we didn't record uh, monthly music digest uh, for the month of May, but that was one of my albums. Um, we will Excellent. be we will be recording June tomorrow. I promise. <laughs> we've set it. We've set it up. We have we have the technology. Anyway, that nice. was my last note. Let's make it a mission, people, to get this of a team. I think that would be so cool. Oh, that would be incredibly awesome. Yeah, perfect. All right, so. That is everything, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, main event time. We watch the arc of Infinity, uh, starring Peter Davidson as the Doctor, Sarah Sutton as Nyssa, Janet Fielding as Tegan, Leonardo Sachs? Leonard Sachs. Leonard Sachs. Where did I, I put, you know what? I i don't know. Pres, <laughs> President Parissa, uh, Michael Goff or Go, depending on who I, you are. I, I think it's Goff. Is it's it normally golf? how I hear it. I think so, yes. We say it one way, everyone else in the world says it another way, so I think Probably. the rest of the world is right. Uh, Counselor Hedden. Uh, and Colin Baker as the... D- no, as Commander Max. <laughs> right. This is written by Johnny Byrne. Johnny Byrne. Wow. <laughs> it's a great name. That's a great name. And directed by Ron Jones. It first aired January 3rd through the 12th, 1983, the year... I was born. It is the first story of season 20 of Classic Who, and we have some story notes. We do, yeah. Uh, Every story during season 20 featured a component of the story from the show's past. For this serial, it was Omega, who last faced the first three incarnations of the Doctor in the 10th anniversary story. Yeah, looking a little different. Uh, Looking a whole lot different. Yeah. Uh, Looking, frankly, kind of freaky. Yes. And buggy. Yeah. Uh, Tegan's lost her job as an air stewardess and has also extensively changed her style, having cut her hair short. Uh, she dons a white tube top, mm-hmm. which TARDIS Wiki, you know, actually said a boob tube. No, uh, it didn't. It did. It did. I, I changed it to what we would have called it because for me, the boob tube is the TV. That is that the correct term for that? Uh, we in America, we would call it a tube top. But they call it they call a it a tube. boob tube. I would not put that <laughs> past the Brits one bit. That is <clears throat> insane. Yeah. Um, but all shorts right. and a cardigan. Yeah. What? I said all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, she's she's got that. She's got shorts, a cardigan in lieu of her previous uniform. And I believe in the next story, the story after this one, Nissa also finally changes her outfit. Oh, all right. Uh, if not that one, then the one after. I'm not sure. Uh, Damon tells the doctor that... His former companion, Leela, is well. Leela stayed behind on California. Yeah. Uh, back in the fourth Doctor era, the Doctor is sorry to have missed her wedding. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 feel, I feel like I need to go back and rewatch part four because John Nathan Turner wearing a sheepskin jacket appears on screen from behind uh, the telephone box in part four trying to persuade passersby not to get into the shot. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, because a large great. portion of the story was filmed in Amsterdam. It was. A, yeah. A lo- yeah, I'm looking at every location they went to. Yes. Which is like 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. They went to at least 15 to 20 
locations in Amsterdam. Wow, which is crazy. And that and that doesn't list any of like the the hash bars or something. No, because they probably weren't filming then. Oh no. Nope, nope, nope. Um, but yeah, if you watch any of those Amsterdam bits, you can kind of watch people in the background going, "What are those guys doing?" Yeah, I saw one guy like running away. I saw that. Like <laughs> they yes. were running across the street, and he was like, "Oh, like trying to run and get out of the way." Oh, that was funny. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's always fun. Same as uh, uh, City of Death, watching for people in the background going, "Oh, look, they're filming." <laughs> Um, and lastly tonight, this is one of the moments during the Doctor's timeline in which one incarnation of Clara Oswald comes across the fifth Doctor while trying to undo the damage done by the Great Intelligence. Really? Yes. I mean, I haven't watched that episode in, in a while. I don't think I've watched it since it first aired. Boy. I know, it's been a while. Oh, wow, wow. Well, Taylor, as usual, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. Oh, all right. Might be a little rusty because it's been a few weeks, but Omega's back and trying to break into the real world. Of all the Time Lords he could use to try and replicate himself by, naturally, he chooses the Doctor, which somehow means that the High Council has to kill him? Not sure why, but okay. And somewhere there's also a B-plot and Tegan 2.0 arrives. Oh, boy. So, goodness. Um, I, I guess the first thing I'd like to say is uh, I, I I did enjoy this story. Yeah. Um, I think in... Uh, I'm gonna jump jump around here. I think in 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 part four, I towards the end there, I'm like, are we are we watching um, outtakes from City of Death where we're just running around Amsterdam? There was a lot of running. There That's was true. so much running in that scene, but yeah. um, overall, and you know what? I actually forgot that uh, Omega was the villain. For, oh, did you? I did. I was watching. And I'm like, who is this guy? And then you know, we were reminded. Sounds different. Looks different. Mm-hmm. An all-new no, Omega. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, I think my first note I have here is, did did the Doctor just put a cassette player in the TARDIS? It sure looked like it, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It very I, much my, did. My, my first was, tonight on the set of a Gallifreyan talk show. <laughs> because I think it opens with some shadowy High Council figure speaking with our rather buggy-looking yeah. Omega. Yes. Um, and, and, we, then, and then I went, dude, is he like a Power Ranger or something? Yeah, we find like right <laughs> off the bat that the Time Lords are in cahoots with, I just put that guy, who turned out to be Omega. Right. And our subplot, which kind of bleeds into our main plot, is two lads on vacation. <laughs> yes, Amsterdam, city of flowers and bikes. It's, uh, who is it? It's Colin and Robin. Yes. And I, I swear Robin was putting on a voice in the he sounded so strange in the first the first time we met him and then therefore after a little bit until things got serious but it sounded like he was putting on a muppet voice it was very strange it, it, it he is kind of an odd character yes very kind of odd. a little a little dopey a little floppy a little bug-eyed and i'm not quite sure what to make of him at almost any given time <laughs> yes and uh these two la- these two lads as i will refer to them until they they are you know departed. Um, so are, are you are you suggesting they get their own spinoff show? These they two sh- lads? these two lads they should on vacation. <laughs> Come on, let's sleep in this crib. I don't want to do that. Well, we did it anyway. My passport's missing. Eh, whatever. Let's go get some coffee. <laughs> yeah, the passport's missing, which is funny because his passport was missing, but he had no problem getting that room. I know, right? <laughs> right. Maybe things were just that laid back in Amsterdam in a- the eighties. Apparently so. Just very yeah. laid back. Um 
so I mean before before we get to the the um the hotel room he you know he's like I don't I don't have my passport um, he's very wary of the cops and we don't have the hotel till tomorrow I found a place we can lie low and it's it's very a, low. It's, it's a tomb basically you know as you do when you don't have a sure. place to stay why not and <laughs> just sleep in a crypt so I I liked the the line I'm not too fond of the neighbors yeah, right. I thought that was very, <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah, and you know, as as one person usually does, uh, the person who who is not having a good time is usually right. Um, in not this, wrong. In this tomb, and uh, did you notice the uh, in in this tomb there were a lot of statues that kind of looked a little familiar? Oh, yes, it definitely looked like we got a little. If, if, yeah, little... If we ever wanted to have a fifth Doctor weeping angel story, you could start here. Yeah, there it is. For Actually, sure. um, there's a. I'm pretty sure it was it was um, Peter Davidson. There's a pretty good um, big finish audio with the fifth Doctor and the weeping angels. Oh, is there? Nice. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it and maybe uh, send it your way. I would appreciate that. It was, ve- it was very good. It, it was, I think it had something to do with. I don't think it was. It was Michelangelo. Yes. Oh, nice. It's good stuff. Nice. Anyway. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let's get back to to our two lads here. Yes. I feel like Colin has the right idea here, you know, sleeping fully clothed in the tomb. I think that's a good way to go. I probably would. I mean, I would I wouldn't even go in there. I would just sleep at the bush looked like it was big enough to hide behind and sleep. <laughs> I'm just saying. They could have avoided a lot of trouble. And you would have the nice sounds of the fountain to lull you to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we got here in the tomb? Oh, the white light. And we get um, our first creepy monster, which I I would like to know your thoughts on. Um, he looks like... A pterodactyl. He <laughs> looks kind of like a pterodactyl. looks kind of like a maybe an early bit of concept art from the Dark Crystal. Oh, that's a very good, um, yes, I agree. Or a reject from the Dark Crystal. I'm not sure which. Take your pick. That that could be it as well. <laughs> I'm trying to th- Do you remember what this monster was called? The Ergon. Oh, yes. Ergon. I'm sorry. There's no. Ergon. That's it, right. It also kind of looks like it's wearing a fez. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and <laughs> it's just very unfortunate. There's a lot of things going on here. Uh, there's just a scene where Omega is going, why are you wearing that Ergon? And Ergon's going, I wear a Fez now. Fez, Fez is cool. cool. It almost looks like Fez it's his whatever. His brain is sticking out of his head, and then it is kept in place by a bone. That Wooden's, I mean, you it's can, very he's strange. Got, he's got all these kind of like ribcage bones going on, too. Yeah, it's very, it's just very unfortunate. It's, I mean, really, even for that era, that was... Probably just kind of creepy. Oh, I, I mean, it it's a great design. Don't get me wrong. But also, if if uh, Irgon wasn't scary enough, he also has a gun, uh, which is just <laughs> that's something we don't need. And he um, goes the extra mile. What can I say? Colin gets zapped and he's gone, which leaves Robin in the in the subplot for a little while. But let's double back here and let's talk about the Doctor because you know, yes, he's he's the main character of the story. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> and after after installing an old Walkman in the TARDIS, what else do they get up to? I think they're working their way down a chore list of some kind. Yes, because everything is wrong with the TARDIS and the Doctor's just having none of it. <laughs> uh, Nessa's just like, but this is broken and this is broken. He's like, I don't care. And just he just walks away. And it 
the the one thing about that scene was there's such weird blocking. Like he leaves the room, and we shoot another scene of him leaving the room just for him to immediately walk back. If we're just yeah. talking about shooting a scene, it just seems yeah. very strange to me. Um, yeah, where? Let's see here. We're getting some wibbly wobbly interdimensional effects when we have Omega trying to merge <laughs> with the uh, with the Doctor. Our classic wobbly mirror filming effect. Of course, and we'll get even more crazy cool effects later. Yes. Um, oh, do you know what was gross? I forgot to mention Colin walking mm. around the tomb in his socks. Oh, yeah. Why that, to you... me, was just very gross. But, I mean, he, he got what... You know, I feel like he deserved to get zapped after that. Just... He deserved to get zapped because yeah. his sweaty feet and his sweaty socks were soaking up crypt germs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Ugh. Ugh. I don't <laughs> like that at all. I think I just squicked you out. Ugh. So Robin walking around looking all sad. And uh, I think we need to talk about, for me, one of the coolest parts of this entire entire story is uh, Colin Baker. Yes. The, 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 the TARDIS... Slightly wheezing though it is, gets recalled to Gallifrey. Oh I yes, guess they have to uh, replace those Takata airbags. Yeah, they are um, <clears throat> doing some mischievous things as the Gallifreyan High Council does. Yes, like all the time. I actually have a note here that says, "Man, ninety-seven percent of Gallifreyans suck." That <laughs> that much. is my note I have, Pretty and I think much. the doctor think counts like for two. Yeah, and I, and I think at one point this high council is like, oh, it's too late for that. I'm like, can anything be too late for Time Lords? I mean, they're Time Lords. Yeah, I know. There's no time for that. Yes, there is. Of course there is. Yeah, there's always time. You have a time machine. Even Doc Brown figured that out. He did. Oh, man, Doc Brown. That would have been great. Uh, let's yeah. see here. Robin, despite not having his passport, decides he's going to go to the cops and... They do absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he's quite rude to the uh, the woman at the hotel. Well, the way he's checking in. Yes. Really, it just it comes off. It's like, I killed this guy and I'm trying to hide it. Yes. Secretly, I want to be caught. I know. That's exactly how it came off. It came off like, well, he won't be joining us because I killed um, him. Yeah, excuse me. I'm going to call the police now. Ugh. Which I know is not how the Dutch sound, but. Right. Uh, oh, well. Hostels are shady. What can I say? So the doctor and Nyssa, they're, you know, they are back on Gallifrey. They're not happy about it. They're walking around. And wouldn't you know it, the doctor takes a shot at the doctor. After the doctor basically, it just seems so unnecessary, didn't it? He's <laughs> it like, is, yes, hello, I'm the doctor. Great. And he shoots him immediately. I love it. It's My note is, hello, I'm the doctor. And it goes, and I'm your replacement. Blam! <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Going into business for himself, that Pretty Colin much. Baker, trying to get that job a little bit earlier. Well, I, and what can I say? I mean, again, going with the whole, like, Peter Capaldi thing, if you're going to eventually yes. regenerate and you choose to look like this guy, why? Yes, and like, actually... What, can I, what from interacting with Maxwell in this episode can we say was the reason said you know what I'm gonna look like this guy next. exactly and speaking of of Peter Capaldi um so we get the, the doctor faces off against the doctor we get some some goodness in there a scene between the two of them that is not just one of them shooting the other one um is <laughs> Capaldi the only future doctor to play as big of a part as Colin Baker is here um so 
far as I recollect, yes. Yeah, I think so. So that's, you know, it's, that's a very yeah. interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, unless someone's already played a part and they haven't become the Doctor yet. Very true. Dun, dun, dun. Very, very <sighs> true. But as of right now, I feel like, yes, that's the only... Mm-hmm. On, this is the only other time it's happened. Interesting. We get a lot yeah. of callbacks, too. We get a Ramana mention. We get a Leela mention, as we said earlier. Yeah. Lots of old companion that... talk. <laughs> I know. Heading the one... Like the one guy who wants to be nice to the doctor, all the rest of the eye councils like already decided. Yes, he he was making some good points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um he was making some good points. I I liked this guy. I ed- for a while. I at least. <laughs> I and I, en- I ended that with a liked because of shenanigans that we will get to a little later here. Um, <laughs> I love how Maxwell took the TARDIS's little mini boombox. Yes, he did. He took it for himself. Yes. I wonder how long the battery life is on that little boombox. Uh, I don't know. Knowing the, knowing the time load, it's probably pretty good. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. Uh, let's see here. Is the doctor always on trial? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Trial of the time lord. Yes, uh-huh. Arc of Infinity, which you don't actually get the Arc of Infinity mentioned more than maybe once in the entire I show, know, that's so strange, right? The name of the serial, and they say it like once. And it does. it's not like a major... No, it has nothing to do with anything. Or, yeah, I know. Um, um, oh, uh, Deadly Assassin. Yes. That's right, Tom Baker. Um, when else does he go to Galloway? Troughton. Uh, Troughton. I'm going to trust you to remember that one because you're. It's the it's the his last story, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, called. of course, Duh. um, um, war games. Yes, war games. Isn't it war games? Yeah. Yes, those are th- um, at least three to four. Mm-hmm. It seems well, like a lot. Heaven sent hellbent. Yes. Is not so much on trial, but there's definitely conflict. Yes, there is. There is indeed. So. Yeah, suffice it to say, you can never really go home again. No, you can't, because you'll be immediately put on trial. Yes. Which, you know what, maybe the, the time war was a good thing, because he could just never, <laughs> he could just never, be, well, actually, I'm sorry, he was technically yep. put on trial after that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Do we get Tegan in, in part two? We do. We, we get this 2D, playful Tegan music. Yes, and this As... is when she comes off the plane, because we, yes. we find out earlier that that um colin is her cousin correct and robin goes to meet her at the hotel or i'm not at the hotel at the uh, to pick her up from the airport and she's like oh where's colin and is he all right oh let's go into town and i'll tell you all about it oh boy i know wait (laughs) wait wait a second because right now like my stranger danger flags yeah right are flying it's like here i say i'm colin's friend robin come with me Okay, sure. Yikes. You know, we don't have it established that she's seen Robin before. She may have heard the name, but... I know. Yeah. A lot of trusting going on here in Amsterdam. Seriously. And it was at about this point in the story where I wondered if Maxwell ever wears his helmet. Oh, well, at this point, no. But later on, man, he wore it a bunch. Yes. Yes, he did. I was surprised. And then it's like, oh my god, it's got a plume, too. And and now that we're talking about... uh, uh, Maxwell and his let's just talk about his soldiers as well how much did they look like Adam Strange are you familiar with Adam Strange I am not familiar oh, with Adam no, Strange Adam Strange I'm familiar with Adam Savage no 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 not that no, guy okay. Adam Strange is a uh, Adam's family he is a 
I don't even know how to describe them. I want I want to just comic send you a, a picture. Yeah, it's a comic book thing. I just want to Google send you a picture. You can just Google image Adam Strange and you will see him flying about. He's a DC character. Sorry um, for the sound of my keyboard, everyone. Oh, it's fine. I oh, it's fine. yeah, I, right. I I can see that definitely the 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 color palette. Yes. Um, I think the uh, I think the Gallifreyan guard uh, stripes were a little bit more vertical rather than crossed, mm-hmm. but I I can see the similarities there. This is getting a huge vibe off off that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Can't remember. If, I think the Gallifreyan guards even had some yellow. Yes, I think they did as in well. Their outfits. <clears throat> um. Yep. I have a question for you, Taylor. Oh, yes. Is Damon the most plain named Time Lord of all time? Um. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is is but but he's now he's working in the matrix control room. There, yes, correct. Right? Yes, friend of the doctors. Is he is he like full on time lord or is he just like I believe according time to lord tech. I believe according to Tardis Tardis Wikia, Wikia he is okay fair fair I wasn't sure so yes most definitely the most plainly named time lord I. And I originally thought his name was David, and I went, well, it's even more playing. Oh, yeah, that's definitely more. <laughs> Could more you imagine? They're like, what should this character's name be? Ah, just call him David. Well, can we put the in front of it? The David. No. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? He's the first of the Davids. <laughs> why not? Um, I just really enjoyed Colin Baker throughout this entire... I thought he did a fine job as a, as a commanding too, officer. And, and, he, and he certainly has that air of like haughty and smugness and oh yeah which is um, great that yeah and i'm like yeah maybe that just kind of worked its way into the doctor's psyche and that's what he needed next he needed to be maxwell <laughs> maybe haughty and smug and we've sentenced once again probably for the millionth time we've sentenced the doctor to death and he is bringing being brought to the Gallifreyan High Council. Uh, his friend, the counselor, is like, I don't know, man. Sorry, I, I told them not to kill you. My bad. And I'm, I and I was so lost at this point. I'm like, wait, why do we need to Yeah, why do we need to kill the doctor? To stop Omega from coming through? I mean, it, it didn't make... There wasn't a lot of weight to that for me. It, no, there wasn't. Now, I realized that the doctor had had his, like, bio data pattern whatever yeah taken uh taken from the matrix or copied from the matrix or uploaded drop to dropbox whatever yes Um, the cloud the cloud um but a time and space cloud which is really weird um but yeah the whole like we've we've got to kill the doctor in order to stop antimatter omega yeah i I was was yeah it was very very uh it was a little muddied there the story plot or the plot of the story that that as well <laughs> both of those both of those were very muddied yeah so basically what happens is they bring they bring the doctor to the thing nissa's just going to start shooting everyone cuz she is just trigger happy throughout this no, entire serial she is. she's she just is not like, taking any of their bs she's like i have a gun now i'm going to shoot everyone nissa's got a gun i actually think i wrote that somewhere nice where is it Ah, uh, whatever. Yep, there it is. I see it. Uh, so the doctor, um, they're gonna vape him to death, which is the worst death of all. You know, it's just a very hosts, smug death for two hosts who don't vape. We sure talk about vaping a lot. We talk about vaping more than I think people who vape talk about vaping. Probably. 
but also, I guess it kind of looked like they were going to put him in one of those This Island Earth t- tubes. A little just bit, yes. Night, an, another callback. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, as I'm going through this story and, and there's, you know, talk of like, well, one of the Time Lords must have helped him. And of course, I'm sitting there typing, Time Lord collusion, witch hunt. And I'm like, oh, yeah. boy. Yes. How... How modern politics has influenced how I watch Doctor Who, seriously. <laughs> and I guess uh, speaking of of the collusion, we, we do see Omega talking to a shadowy figure that we know is part of the High Council, mainly because of the garb that is being shown. Yeah, I, wanna, I always wondered how heavy those robes must be. Very heavy, I would you assume. You think so? Yeah, I would assume so. But anyway, we, we go to vape the Doctor to death, and in the <laughs> middle of this... We get another kind of uh, a, f- a fusion is a happening between Omega and the Doctor, and the body of the Doctor disappears. So I guess that's the end of Doctor Who. I don't know what all this other stuff's been, but you know, I'll admit as the as the vape smoke was coming down, I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be the fifth Doctor in carbon. Oh no, no, oh, in carbonite. I was mm, wrong. No. So I mean, the Doctor. We open part three. Doctor is he's uh. He's gone. Ness is very sad. Uh, she's just so sad. And then we yeah. find that the Doctor is... Uh, he's in the Matrix. He's in a wavy space-time of emotion. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting effect they, they chose to use here. Uh, I yeah. did enjoy it more than the Matrix sequels, though. I will tell you that much. Okay, <laughs> that's saying something. Yeah, heavy shot there. Yeah, wow. Shots fired from a cannon. From a cannon to your sequels that weren't very good. Um, <laughs> Omega, and we still, at this point, don't know that Omega is Omega. We don't know right. that. He's just some bug-looking dude that needs to possess the body of the Doctor for some reason. And he's like, hey, man, you got to, like, let me do this or I'll start killing people. And mm-hmm. the Doctor's like, whatever. What That's people? basically what he says. I, and at this point, you know, it kind of turns into a little bit of a, a mystery where, where um, Colin Baker, it, it almost seems like he's starting to come around. And the person that you th- like, you think, which I believe is, uh, oh boy, who is the, is it, is it uh, Zorak? Who is the evil, the evil looking member? Z- Zorak, is, isn't he on Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Well, I mean, yes, he is. But Cardinal Zorak okay. is... Uh, is a member of the Gallifreyan High Council. Oh, that that works for me. I actually, I'm, I'm not. I know which character you're. You talking know which about. one I'm talking. Yeah. Simply don't remember his exact name. Um, he seemed pretty evil, and he yes. was. And, and at one point, it's just like, oh wait, everything the doctor was saying was true. Uh oh, <laughs> we, yeah. we messed up. So, and I think it's also at this point they find out that he's not dead. He's just somewhere well yeah and and i have to say i mean that the i just want to take that scene of the wavy doctor in the matrix and just set it to set it set it to some dubstep (laughs) that would be great and we come to the conclusion that the only person that could get these codes and do all this stuff is the lord president himself barusa barusa he is the traitor or so we think yeah, and and I think it's right about here that we kind of get our first hint that it's actually Omega. Yes, but yes, we do get our first hint that it is it is Omega, and I also found it pretty strange. I'm sitting, I was sitting here going like, 
If it's the Lord President, why are we still not showing his face? Oh, it's not him. Right. Turns out it's the guy who was trying to save the doctor in the first place. A little twist there. And he was saving them, saving him for all the wrong reasons. Because, um, you know. I was actually pretty surprised by this. I was, too. It was a I very, very that. good twist. Yep. And I kind of, you know, Omega, kind of a sympathetic character, at least in my mind at this point. You've, uh, you you find like that um, the counselor says he just wants you know he wants to come home he just wants to be with his people and you're like that's not true he's evil and then you know towards the end it's kind of like oh it's really yeah. all he did want yeah <laughs> he just wanted to be whole again and come back to Gallifrey and it's it's again there's I mean we we've got this scene and and I'm sitting here and you know he's kind of starting to uh, you know do his thing and I'm like oh he's gonna Jedi mind oh no he's just got a gun. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's just got a gun. He's like, ah. <laughs> Again with the gun. Um, which, if this is if this is how, you know, the Time Lord High Council operates, I can see why the Doctor abhors guns for the most yes. part. Yes. And he actually is, well, let's not, let's not jump ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. So, so it's around this time that we get the big Omega reveal and we find out that he is in control of the Matrix now and he's going to make himself whole again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything's just terrible. And I also believe that somebody... Does someone try to shoot the doctor at this point? And yes. uh, the, the counselor jumps in front of him. Yeah, heading in a bit of self-sacrifice, I guess. Well, I mean, for the wrong reason, again. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess for, for the sake of our doctor, the right reason. <laughs> I'm also looking that... Um, om- Omega in the credits is also noted as the renegade renegade. Did you see this? Uh, yes. Interesting. Yes. Because I, I don't think they identify him right off the mm. bat and they didn't want to kind of, uh, to the viewing audience tip that it was Omega. Right. So Which is great. Renegade. I mean, like overall it was a great reveal. They mm-hmm. waited till part three at the end of part three to let you yeah. know who this person was. And it's like, oh, man, this dude's back. He's trying to do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. So yeah. uh, let's get on the part four here. Doctor has control of the TARDIS again, um, but apparently he cannot rig a payphone to make phone calls. Um, Weird how that works. I did enjoy that it turns into a bit of a detective story where Nissa mm-hmm. and the Doctor are trying to find Tegan and everybody else. Um which I thought was a lot of fun. I don't know why it was just fun watching them walk around. Like we have to go to one more hostel. We can't go. We can't stop here. Yeah, exactly. And I think it right at the beginning of the episode. I think I'm pretty sure it's Omega we see, and he's got this like crown like headband on, and I'm like, is he wearing the Infinity Stones on his head? <laughs> I mean, he could be. He might be. There was there and, was a lot going on with with Omega here in the last part. Well, he's got this whole like ecto cooler tank that's got to fill up first before he can melt like, fully. <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, now that I think about it, um, I guess you know. I just have is he dying or is he turning into jelly? Does that mean he's oh, dying? Yeah when he's, yeah, when he's got this kind of like strange deflation thing going. Yeah, on here but the, yeah, but then I, I guess it kind of turned out that he was using the doctor's. Um, uh, I don't know. He was using his likeness. To make his own living body. Yes. But it, he didn't cook long enough, so. Yeah. Um, um, I, there was a part here where um, 
the the Ergon gets the doctor and Nissa just takes her sweet, sweet time waiting for that clear shot. Yep. Which I was just like, oh my goodness. I mean, his head is huge. Shoot him in the head. Yeah. Well, right. Um and and I think I think we have to admit between this episode and uh uh Kinda, Tegan definitely gets put into some really strange blue screen situations. Yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot like uh, as a bargaining chip. Right. Uh, Omega puts Tegan in the Matrix and kind of like tortures her a little bit to get the doctor to and he's kind of like I'm not going to do anything you say. Yeah. Even though How she's being really tortured. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, it's you. You're screaming. It must be you. <laughs> god. Uh there's also a scene where Omega kind of has Tegan in like a force field thing. Oh, the sepia tone chamber, as I like to call it. <laughs> the sepia tone chamber, yes. And she's released from it and she starts fixing her hair. Did you notice that? <laughs> well, while there's an yeah, explosion priorities. happening and the doctor's like, everyone get down. And she's like fixing her hair and she just gets blown back. Yep. I'm like, geez. <laughs> You're probably dead now, but she wasn't. Can, can I go back to when they were um, yes. going to all the hostels? Yes. And trying to... F- so much for Dutch privacy laws, can I just say? Oh my goodness, right? <laughs> because here's these random people walking up. Hey, we're trying to find somebody. Oh, that person well, left like, a sealed well, letter. <laughs> Have their sealed letter. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, would you... No, that doesn't make sense. Even then, it shouldn't make sense. Oh boy. I know goodness Hostels so are shady that's all i'm saying the yes they are as as uh hollywood cinema has taught us right in a series of movies <laughs> so omega is like melting and i'm just very confused but then he uh he he takes his head off which i guess wasn't his head i mean i don't know anymore who knew who right knew? so he takes his head off and uh he he resembles the doctor or as I like to call him, the Omega Five. Omega Five. There you go. That's good. Right? It could be. It could be a jazz band. It could be a jazz band. Uh, the our doctor warns uh, Omega Five. Hey man, that that form's not gonna last very long. And he's like, I don't care. I'm gonna wear a turtleneck. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want. And basically, all of this, the last like. 10 50 that's nah, probably exaggerating i'd say the last 12. yeah 12 minutes of this episode is just them running after omega yeah it's just them running after him through the streets of through i don't know the many streets of amsterdam where they were as, hanging out. as omega starts to mold yeah he basically just he becomes a, bread yeah he becomes a fungus face he, he he was made from bread. Oh, but he's, before he's got bread hands. Before he ha- he gets bread hands, could he have smiled at that small child any longer? That was oh horrifying. That was so weird. I, that, I the, hated the every second Dutch of that. Kids and this calliope and that whole just wordless exchange was just ah uh, what. Uh, yeah. And I mean it, it if we had not gotten the the long smile at this between him and this child. It was kind of nice. He's like, I'm just walking the streets. I'm listening to music. Hey, I'm <laughs> I'm alive again. You know, but then we had that elongated smile they shared, which was just <laughs> So it was Omega as a slightly moldy 5 that inspired Slenderman. Ooh, Is that where I guess. We're going with this? I guess. Big creepy smile. I don't know. 
Hmm. Um, conspiracy theories. I have a note here, and I can't remember. I just it just says much like John Locke, don't tell the doctor what he can and can't do. <laughs> very, yes, which is love very a good lost reference. You're, you're um, uh, so we're we're chasing Omega through the town here. He knocks over a man, and <laughs> our doctor looks at him for a second, goes, "He'll be all right," and continues on. But but uh, uh, Nissa and T can go to check on him, and he comes back and screams at them, "He'll be yes. all right." I think I think we get more than one like swing around a corner and knock somebody over there's a couple the story. of story there's a there are a couple aren't yeah there? i mean yeah i mean we we get a couple of them uh throughout this jaunty stroll that and we I have go to say, on not the most exciting chase music no not at all they could it was done... a little underwhelming it was very underwhelming and this was also a very long long scene of them just trying to find this man covered in in grass yeah <laughs> it was just oh boy um so we end up cornering him he's gonna self-destruct and i guess kill everyone i'm not really sure it's antimatter does that kind of thing what does it matter antimatter hey aquabat song so i kind of like that i mean i didn't like that the doctor had to result to using a gun to to you know get the job done here no, I agree, but but now we can point when people go, oh, the Doctor never uses a gun. I go, look, end of Arc of Infinity. Shush. Yes. <laughs> yes. He just doesn't care to use them. Um, I did think the death was pretty interesting. I, I actually really liked it. The uh, It was kind of like they rigged his, his little jumpsuit with random explosives. Yeah, got little squibs on him. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. as that was happening, they he just faded and disappeared. Wow, what a world, what a world. I like that. I thought that was yeah, pretty cool. It but, works. I mean, the other good thing was some and it's kind of a throwaway line, but also um I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it was Tegan or Nissa. One of them says, "Do you think he's really dead?" and he goes, "Well, I thought he was dead last time." So I don't yeah, right. I don't know. He could come back again. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. That's great. Leave that character, you know, open for a return. It's good. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. And we end this this uh these episodes on the doctor not being happy <laughs> that Tegan is gonna be sticking around. The look on his face was like, oh boy. Well, She's like, I guess you just can't get rid of me. <laughs> He's like, oh like, geez. Yeah, I guess I'm stuck with you. And I'm like, Yeah. That that that's the end yes she, the end is basically her re- revealing she was fired <laughs> yeah well i gotta move back in dad sorry sorry dad i lost my job <laughs> that's pretty much the end just a bizarre bizarre ending I, I i i have a feeling if we ever get to a point where we've seen so much doctor who that we wanted to actually sit down and rank like the final lines <laughs> From episodes, like, yeah. like like the the five, you know, or the ten, you know, worst endings. I think this would be up there. Yeah, I agree. I would, uh, I would definitely agree with that. Oh boy! But overall, I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought it was a good, a good story, and I, I'm glad we we went on this venture. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, there were some good twists. It was nice to revisit Gallifrey, much though you know they don't like seeing the doctor there clearly no they don't i guess <laughs> uh, in in terms of of pacing i thought it was fine up until this long long chase scene yeah goodness the, 
the pacing wasn't too bad. I feel like too much of, and I, um, I feel like I say this about every first episode in classic who there's so much time spent jumping around. Yes. Between the different plots. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like this one didn't, did an all right job of doing that jumping between the sub and the main plot. Um, it, it did, but then, but there are some confusing elements. I definitely understand that. Yeah. And I, and I think there was a, a good chunk of episode two that just, forgot the b-plot and then all of a sudden it's like hey episode three look we still have a b-plot yes yeah <laughs> and we're gonna head that way here we are in the b-plot <clears throat> all right anything else to say about uh arc of infinity besides why was it titled this i guess it was just that had to be a misdirect because they couldn't re- call it like the revenge of omega or which would have been a pretty rad episode title like i'd admit it would have been but i mean um, you can't really call that if you're trying to you know keep that secret yeah Fair point. Um, no, but I am happy to be back and reviewing some classic Who and getting back into the groove here. Three weeks is too long. Three weeks is too long. I definitely agree with that. But I mean, in two weeks, shall we yes. tell the people what we're going to be? I I, I think you be. should because it's uh, your pick. It is my pick, and next time we will be watching Dragonfire because apparently we haven't watched that. Uh, it's starring Sylvester McCoy as the Doctor, Bonnie Langford as Mel, and introducing Sophie Aldred as Ace? Yes. That's why I saw it and went, yeah, we're going to watch this. It was written by Stephen Wyatt and directed by Nicholas Mallet. And that is the the next time you will, will hear us. Hooray. Hooray. So uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at The Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica. Look for that Gallifrey in writing and rate and review us as well. We would appreciate that. And uh, also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com. Buy a shirt. We would enjoy that. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Just donate a dollar to us. It helps us keep uh, keep our services running here. Indeed. And, uh, I mean, we got a bunch of stuff over at the mothership, N-O-T-L-G.com. Uh, Taylor, I believe, yes. you, do you have something to tell us about something that was released today? Oh, yes, we released The Hounds. Oh, oh no, 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 I mean, um, <laughs> brand new episode of If Memory Serves, our July episode in which my brother Seb and I look at um, how surf culture uh, influenced us in the late 80s and early 90s. This clocks in, I kid you not, folks, at one hour and 58 minutes. I saw that runtime. Yeah, we, we had a lot to say, a lot to talk about. Uh, it's a, For me, it was a very, very big part of my life. Um, uh, still is in some ways. And so, yeah, just had a lot to dive into. And I wasn't sick, so I could talk more. So. Oh, perfect. Always helps. Um, also, if you watched Hereditary, uh, the the horror movie that is uh, just sweeping the nation, I know what you podcasted last summer. Just put up an episode up against about that. And oh, nice. JJ Drunkcast Gaming, they did the review of E3 and some other stuff. So check them out. Those are some podcasts that you can check out on notlg.com. The Y Axes, they do our music. They've always been good to us. So let's be good to them. Check them out on Spotify or Bandcamp. It's the yaxes.bandcamp.com. And I'm very sure they're recording new stuff right now. Nice. I've seen pictures of them in the studio. So should be interesting to see what they come up with next. So join us again next time when we talk about Dragonfire, and we will talk to you guys then. 
See ya. See ya. coming he's coming oh oh no are you there i am that was a whole thing that just happened